held captive by the invisible bars of the cage we call Gitmo Nation. Stranded at the outer markers of society, this is No Agenda. Coming to you from the United Kingdom, where the Atlantic storms have wreaked havoc on this tiny island, I'm Adam Curry. And I'm John C. Dvorak here in northern Silicon Valley, otherwise known as Gitmo West or East Nation, depending on which, the way you're coming. Yeah, which going. direction you're headed, exactly. I, I, it apparently makes no difference. <laughs> but it's boiling hot here, so I'm not complaining about the weather, that's for sure. Well, I am complaining about the weather, not to mention it. But that's because I made you turn off the fans and uh, all of your cooling equipment so we could have a decent, uh, decent sound from you. Yeah, well, you know, it'll, it'll be fine for a while. Yeah, we've had a hot spell here. Yeah, well, it's uh, it's been absolutely horrendous here, and they're calling it the Atlantic Storms, which uh, the, 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 this is based on those hurricanes that we're getting down in Florida. Yeah, they don't even actually explain what they're basing it on, but I think that's uh, that's the general idea. It's well, of course, any storm that's coming off from the west is by definition going to be an Atlantic storm. Um, but yeah, I think you know how can it not be related? There's uh, what is it now? Four hurricanes that uh, that have been hanging around there. Yeah, they're pounding them. You know, last year was it? Last year they had no hurricanes. Yeah, and and then I think the uh, maybe I don't know when was uh, I think since Katrina there's really been not much action, and now we're having like a, a slew of them again. This is all random number theory. These things come in bunches. Meanwhile, there's lots of uh, earthquakes going on. China had another uh, major one, Myanmar or. Uh... Uh, Burma had another major uh, earthquake. Yeah, my wife tracks these things. She she actually looks daily I, as a hurricane. Hey, I do I do too. Oh, she tracks hurricanes or earthquakes? Earthquakes. Yeah. Now there's a the USGC or whatever it is. USGS. Have, USGS. Yeah, they have a website and they and they give you the depth and they give you uh, uh, Google Earth mappings. It's very cool. Yeah, and they and they show patterns. I mean, there's like hundreds every day that are you know unre- you know you wouldn't know if you were sitting on them, but there's a, a whole slew of them that constantly take place, and there are patterns. And she's actually predicted two or three of the ones that that hit later. Really? Yeah, she says that you know there's a pattern of this, and she knows what. If you keep, if, I guess, if you look at earthquake data every day for like. 30 years. Yeah, you, you start to develop some neural network uh, intelligence, I guess. Yeah, and you get, okay, oh, this is interesting. This isn't usual. Something That means something's right. going to happen, and then it happens, and then, you know, you get a feeling for where it's going to happen. She's pretty good. Well, Patricia... She's actually, worried, of course, she's worried, of course, about, you know, a whopper. You know, yeah, the Pacific the Northwest one. gets hit. The Pacific Northwest has earthquakes, but they don't yeah. have very many, and they don't have them like in California. We have them, you know, routinely we'll have an earthquake once in a while. And you, you know you feel it, and it's not a big deal. But in the Pacific Northwest, nobody's used to them, and yeah. when they have them, they have whoppers. Uh, there was uh, there was a couple really big ones on uh, off Vancouver Island, right? Like uh, like a, you know for a whole week. And uh, actually, Patricia had some kind of vision. She said, "Carmel, Carmel, California." I'm like, "You mean like where Clint Eastwood's the mayor?" <laughs> she said, "Yeah, yeah, I'm getting something through about Carmel." I don't know. I don't know so if you're any. not the only one in the house. That's interesting. <laughs> but she's legit, dude. Patricia's for real. Well, we'll keep an eye on that. <laughs> but um, Carmel's got no big buildings or anything. If they had an earthquake, all it'd do is knock over trinkets from the various stores selling junk. Well, maybe she was just talking about the location of some kind of big earthquake. I don't know. Maybe it wasn't an earthquake at all. Maybe it's something completely unrelated. I don't know. 
but I did go I, immediately to my you know my seis- seismology data. <laughs> Let me see what's going on there around Carmel. I have a vision about Carmel. I sense there's going to be a slew of golfers. <laughs> have you ever really been there? I mean, I, I went through with um, uh, Ron and I uh, and Patricia and Marta. We went to one of those Kleiner Perkins offsites at Pebble Beach, and on the way back, we stopped at Carmel. It's like Stepford Wives. It, it's really uh, quite frightening. It's a cute little town. <laughs> it's too clean, too pristine. Everything's measured and proper. Not- they, it's like it's like a, it's like the entire town. It knows what it is. It's a tourist trap. Yeah. And that's what they do. They, they, unlike a lot of these little towns that don't know what they're up to because they have corrupt governments. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, to, yeah, Carmel is clean. So I got a word for you, John, for this week. A new word. Gaz- okay. Gazundering. Is that a real word? Well, it's, uh, it's a word that the Financial Times uses. <clears throat> it's the counterpart to gazumping. You that's know, a real word. <laughs> it's a word. I, you know, I don't know if it's in the dictionary, but it's a word that's used quite regularly, and they uh, both of them have to do with uh, with the housing market. So, gazumping, which which I learned a couple of years ago, as we were looking for a, a property here, because uh, there, there's no such thing as a, a property being an es- escrow in the UK. You literally oh. exchange money and title on the same day, and it could break. You know, th- thirty seconds before the deal, it could fall apart. Or, yeah, I mean, it's a very, very weird system. So there's no concept of a home being an escrow. And what uh, what was happening during the housing boom is, you know, you'd make a deal with uh, with someone who's selling, and then you'd, you know, you'd agree on a closing date, and then someone else would come behind your back and gazump you and hand, you know, like an extra 50 grand under the table or just above board on the price, you know, and that's called a gazump. Now they have something called a gazunder, <laughs> gazundering. Where um, uh, you know people are desperately trying to sell their houses, and so you know, let's say you have your house, and this is happening with uh, certainly with higher priced um, uh, properties, but also you know just across the board. So let's say you have a house uh, on the market for five hundred thousand. Uh, someone will say, okay, I'll, I'm going to buy your house where you agree upon the 500000 And then just before they're at closing, they'll say, well, you know, really, we're we're really only going to offer four hundred thousand. <laughs> and then basically you can take it or leave it at that minute. And this is running rampant up to 30% uh, is being underbid and people are taking it. Huh. What gets me about the whole thing is the uh, fact that the that that we're in a situation in California where all our prices are down about 25%. And at least, and you know, it's probably, I still think it's bottoming out right now. (laughs) Do you feel that bottom, John? Do you you feel (laughs) Dow 10,000 coming, my friend? (laughs) I I can feel it. And you can feel it in your butt. Not yet. Not yet. It's still a big gaping hole. Nah, it's got 60 more days and then it starts to go up. Okay. All right. We'll get into that. Election's over. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get into that. Tell me about the housing. so what gets me is that all these people that, you know, during the housing boom, they're all standing in line, they're overbidding, they're going crazy, houses are on the market for two minutes, and then they're overbid, and, you know, everybody just needs, you know, there's just, they go nuts. The market turns around, and these same people who are still looking for places to to live, they pull out of the market. Yeah. Why do people... Of course, and, you know, just a stupid question because we know the answer. But it's interesting, you know, herd mentality. When you have a buyer's market, 
the buyers, they all disappear. And when you have a seller's market, those buyers are flocking mm-hmm. to, to, to get screwed, to get fleeced. It's almost as though everybody wants to get, you know, ripped off. Well, it's unbelievable to me. So well, right now, you should be buying property right now as we speak. No, I think there's still a good six months to go before you even start looking. This is this is going to go so much further. That's way you too early. You have a place. I'm talking about people that haven't got a place or looking for a place. You you not only have a good price, you have good prices right now, but your selection, you have a selection. You can get the house you want, not just any old place. Right. It doesn't make sense to me that now is the time. You don't have a place. You've been looking for a place. You know, yeah, but now it's course. hard to get a mortgage, John. Yeah, I know the mortgage thing is a problem. But if you if you have, <laughs> yeah, you, you, it's you a problem. can still get a mortgage. It's not as though there are no, there's no such thing as mortgages. No, but you know, it's like most people are up to their neck and trying to get rid of their their. I mean, how many people have no mortgage, no debts, and are looking for something and can actually get a mortgage? What's that market got to be today? Huge. No, please. I'm just saying, right now you have a selection, it's casual, you can get anything you want. I just don't, nobody even cares. They're just going to wait until there's nothing left. When it picks back up and everything's going up again, then they're going to get in, they're going to get, it's just baffling to me. You know, my motto, buy low, sell high. Yeah, but we're not at low yet. We're not there yet. Well, you don't have to be at the dead low. Well, it'd be nice. It's too hard to pick. Yeah. Well, if, you know, obviously this whole thing was not. That's a... what everybody's doing, by the way. That's what they all thinking. They're all thinking, oh, well, I'll just wait till it gets to the bottom. You don't know what the bottom is. The bottom could be yesterday. By the way, we should thank Bubba Martin for doing our show notes. We <laughs> haven't thanked thanked him for a while, and now he's, you know, he he, he mentions this every once in a while with this. <laughs> hey, uh, <Her> feelings. <laughs> you guys aren't mentioning me. You're not mentioning anyway, that's me. On, that's on the dvorak.org slash cage match. You should go there and, uh, he's get he's actually, he's getting, a, he's got about a half a million page views a month on that site now. Yeah, it's doing all right. Yeah, it's amazing. So, the reason why I say we're not at the bottom, John, is this is, you know, this weekend, you know what's taking place as we speak. Uh, the U.S. government is uh, putting together the bailout for Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, and that'll all be yeah. announced on Monday. And then we're going to see maybe kind of the direction of where the bottom is. Uh. This is, I mean, this is so big. And you know, please let's just not mention the eight hundred trillion dollars of uh, derivatives. That's gonna that's gonna start unwinding. You watch. Well, you know, this already, I think a lot of it already has unwound. No way, not the derivatives. That has not unwound at all. Well, I do, yeah, well, no, I mean, the the markets, I, yeah, the derivatives thing's an issue. John, $800 trillion, yeah, that's an issue. <laughs> it's huge. Shh, 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 quiet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm, I'm so out of anything that has anything at to do with At least the stocks. oil is falling like a rock. Yeah, well, gee, that, that really noticed that at the pump. Not, I have my guy. My local gas station right around the corner is going down. Has been going down five cents. Has been going down a nickel a day. Really? What's Every it at day now? Goes down a nickel. What's it at and now? What's it at? What's right, a gallon? Right now, of premium, the the high, the most expensive, obviously. Uh, I can get for four oh three. Okay. Down from four ninety. Jeez Louise. Yeah. I suspect by the end of the, by the time we do the show next week, it'll be under four bucks, and then it'll be down back to where it belongs. Well, it's never going to get to the. Of course, the whole joke is it never goes back to where it started. Right. But I think it'll be around two ninety, probably within a, six months. Hmm. 
Okay. 325 maybe. Yeah, I'm, I'm just doing a comparison here. It's all it's all messed up because now the uh, the pound is so weak. All of a sudden, yeah, it's like as, as like, expected. Yeah, like ten percent. Well, yeah, I guess you're right. But now China's out of money. Did you read about this? Oh, China's <laughs> out of money. China's out of money. <laughs> Start the printing presses. You that, got well, that's, that's the conversation right now in China because the the sovereign wealth fund, you know, is is, is been tapped out basically by. Um, but by us, and uh, and so you know that now there's you know there's calls for more cash, and the Chinese are going, yeah, we really want to invest, but you know we get we got no money, so now they're talking about maybe going to the printing press, but they yeah. already but they already have twelve percent inflation, so may not be a, a good idea. Yeah, I wouldn't think. Yeah. Never is a good idea. But it's fun, uh, you know. I, I think Monday is going to be a very interesting day. All this news is going to come out. It's a weekend deal with the uh, with the Treasury, with the Federal Reserve, with the uh, you know the the two CEOs are already out at Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. They already yeah, uh, we got a lot of incompetent management people floating around. It, well, they, yeah, because they they're out with the golden handcuffs. Yeah, well, of course, there's that's or parachutes, whatever yeah, they are. Those guys always make out. Of course they do. So what's so what's in the news this week besides grim financial outlooks? That's pretty much it, John. It's all just fucked. <laughs> That's all we they can talk about we here. We just had a Republican National Convention. Did you watch it? Yes, I did watch some of it, of course. Uh, you know, and uh, obviously we we talked about the the surprises. And, right. Um, yeah, it, w- it wasn't a great show. It was, and it was, of course, overshadowed by um, probably purposely so by uh, Gustav. And, uh, and well, other... maybe to you guys, it was, Gustav was a big dud here. <laughs> Listen to how we're talking about it. <laughs> it. It was a it was a media dud, that's for sure. It was the it was the Kohotek of hurricanes, <laughs> the, the Ishtar of tropical storms. <laughs> <laughs> we'll come up with a million analogies to yeah. one sticks. That's yeah. what we do. Yeah, no, it, it was pretty much Gustav. There, uh, you know, a lot about Palin, obviously. Um, but you know, really, in the news now is it's all about this country being broke. Uh, the gas companies uh, raised their prices. You know, twenty three between twenty three and thirty cents a percent. I'm sorry. Um, you know, there's a, there's a there is a real looming food uh, shortage. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It's uh, there's a lot of stuff that uh, that uh, you know the big box grocers can't get. It's just like what, like fruit. Particularly fruits. Fruit is getting difficult. And I'm not quite sure why. Well, yeah, I mean, on a global scale, I'm not. I'm not sure where it all comes from, who they're buying from, or that's all very confusing. But yeah, there's a shortage of it. Huh? We yeah. don't have any food shortages here. Okay. At least not in California. Of course, yeah. we grow our own, so yeah. it's not like a big deal. We're in an agricultural state. Yeah. But also, just the prices of food. I mean, it's all over the papers. You know, it's up fifty percent. Some categories up a hundred percent. I mean, that's that's pretty significant. We don't have that going on. Hmm. Well, we do here, and we don't not only that, but we don't know that it's going on there. <laughs> that's all, and you shouldn't care either. <laughs> <laughs> screw you. <ya. laughs> screw you, you limeys. <laughs> huh? Well, Don't that's be interesting. Hungry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it is. It's uh. Well, you know, ever since uh, the. Uh, Alistair Darling, who was, uh, what is he, the chancellor? So he's like the, the CFO, like the chief financial officer of the country. Ever since of he came. The exchequer? Yeah, the exchequer. 
Ever since he came out and said, well, you know, uh, this will be the worst uh, political, uh, worst economic climate we've had in 60 years. And we were looking at 2 million people being out of a job. I mean, that didn't help. You know, everyone's like freaking out. Well, that's like these guys who said the gas was going to go to $200 a barrel. I know. What is the point of these prognostications, you know, when it's all just guesswork? How long are you going to rub that in my face? I think we got pretty close to 200 uh, a barrel. You know, it went, it went up quite a ways. I'm not rubbing it in your face. I'm talking about the guys like Goldman Sachs and all and well, Lehman Brothers. Well, and they're all these lying. Guys. They probably, they're probably on the inside. They probably you knew exactly they're what they're doing. to the yeah. public? Why would they do such a thing? <laughs> for, uh, for gain, obviously. Yeah. No, I'm not going to rub it in your face. I'm rubbing, you know, I mean, just a coincidence that you agreed with them. But you have a gloomy outlook. I can see why now with these British. We do have the news over here that the British economy seems to be in the toilet. But that's about it. Yeah. Not too much detail. Well, now, so it's not It's it's all of the eurozone is going into a, a recession. That's that's really what the big deal is. Um, and what, you know, essentially what has been happening in the States has been happening over here. The European Central Bank has been lending banks money for uh i don't know since you know since all this started 2007 probably and now the the total you know amount that they've lent out to banks is something like you know six or seven hundred billion dollars yeah there's like it was like 400 billion euros that, that, that they've lent out now the the european central bank has said okay that's it we're closing up and now everyone's freaking out and that's in the papers too Hmm. So yeah, it's not. Yeah, we don't get that. It's not really good news. Well, you know, I don't know. Did well, you know- we do know one thing. We do know one thing. We've been hoping, at least the financial people here have been hoping that the Europeans lower their interest rates, and the only way they're going to do that is to get into a recession. Yeah, you know, the lower their interest rates because right, you know, that moves money out of Europe into the dollar, yeah. which yeah. pumps up the dollar and get our, our dollar back to where it belongs, which should be, you know, ideally the euro and the dollar should be one to one. And uh, you know, it, it, in fact, that it got as high as a buck and a half, yeah, a buck crazy. forty-five or whatever it got. It's ridiculous. ridiculous. And now, and now, there's like something like fifty billion uh, moved out of Russia ever since the Georgian conflict. So that you know, they're hurting now. They had to intervene to uh, uh, stop the ruble from dropping. No, no, I didn't know that either. Hmm. Yeah, that's the front page today of the financial. Uh, yesterday, actually, Financial Times. Uh, I got to subscribe to the Financial I'm Times. I'm telling obviously. you, man, they got some good stuff. They're paying attention to things like, uh, oh, I don't know, finance. <laughs> you mean as opposed to the Wall Street Journal with all its features and Christmas buying guides? <laughs> exactly. Isn't that, isn't that a Murdoch property now, though, the Wall Street Journal? Yeah, but it, it was turning into Christmas buying guides way before Murdoch <laughs> bought them. Uh, it's nuts. Mm. So I'm going to put together a Christmas buying guide for the blog. Oh, of gadgets or just stuff in yeah, general? Yeah, gadgets. Well, mostly gadgets. Yeah, you know, you, you know, attachable hard disk for Christmas mm. would be cool. You know, we we're um, we have a new client. Uh, was it Brookstone? Is that the kind of like the yeah, Brookstone? Out- the guys yeah. who you make the ga- gizmos. Yeah, like kind of like the outdoorsy sharper image is what I always call it. Right, sharper image. Uh, sharper image went broke. Yeah, but Brookstone didn't. 
No, Brookstone's got a lot of cool stuff. They may have yeah. a lot, like a lot of little tools, and, and this, it's, it's like I, I consider that it, the less flashy. Yeah, it's high. It's high end kind of utility stuff, like you know. Yeah, uh, it's very functional. Yeah, yeah, barbecue stuff, <laughs> barbecue thermometers, all that really important stuff. <laughs> <laughs> grill scraper. Yeah, gr- automatic grill scraper, and they always have a Roomba, one of those uh, cleaning robots. Yeah, Roomba. Yeah, so people who have those, by the way, love them. Really, I've considered getting yeah. one, but I always thought it would you know, it would probably be fun, like the first twenty times, and then it would break, or I'd step on it, or it wouldn't work. So pe- Everyone I know that has one, they just they just love them. Really? Hmm. Uh, well, this is a rug sweeper, though. I mean, it doesn't it doesn't really do much. I mean, just you know, it's kind of an expensive rug rug sweeper. <laughs> if it does it clean. Well, I mean, what? How much cleaning can it do? Well, Look at that thing. It's only so, so I mean. big. That's what I mean. They have a. They have the one that's kind of intriguing to me. Is the one that washes the floor. You know, I'm kind of tempted to get one myself. My floors are always so dirty. They um, they actually contacted me. Remember, they came out with their their new model maybe a year ago or a year and a half ago. The, that was that the floor washer. It might be. Either that, or it was the upgrade of the original Roomba. And they contacted me and said, hey, you know, this is really cool, and, uh, you know, you should talk about it on your show. I'm like, yeah, send me one. I'll talk about it. Well, you know, you have to pay for it. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> like, you know, I, fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> you don't know how it works. It's like a sales pitch. <laughs> <laughs> you should be talking. You should be giving us free publicity yeah. because we're too so cheap cool. to buy an ad. Yeah. In fact, even giving you one is cheaper than an yeah. ad. What are you, but Apple? That either. <laughs> Jeez, what a bunch of yeah. Well, that's yeah. Well, that's the problem. Oh, that's going to be the news this week. So it's perfectly timed, of course. On the ninth, everyone, you know, the new new iPods come out, so the entire world, be, the whole world press will be consumed with new iPods. And the next day, they turn the freaking, they flip the switch on the on the super collider, the large hedron collider in Geneva. You think there's a connection? Of course. Of what course. do you mean? Of course. <laughs> No, I, there's no connection. I like the idea, though. Apple's in cahoots with the black hole manufacturing yeah, company. Yeah, well, but the date is good. It's the tenth day of the ninth month of the eighth, you know, year of the millennium. Whoa, yeah. <laughs> there are actually two lawsuits: uh, one American lawsuit, one European lawsuit. They tried to stop it. What the? Heck? Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, and uh, I don't know why. About the, uh, because of the black hole thing. And, and because because there's not enough uh, information, they don't. You know, these, the suits claim there wasn't enough information about what could really happen, and they sued under the uh, European uh, human rights laws that you you know you have the right to not being hurt by the luddites. By, <laughs> you have the right to not being hurt by atoms colliding at uh, light speed. <laughs> there's some protocol Ouch. in the Lisbon That's Treaty about that, hurt. I'm sure. <laughs> That that was actually interesting that uh, Sarkozy, the French president and current, of course, they have the presidency of the European Union. He used the Georgia conflict uh, to pimp out the Lisbon Treaty. He, and uh, in this article that I was reading, he said, uh, well, you know, uh, we really need the Lisbon Treaty so we don't, you know, can st- stand as a stronger front against, you know, big aggressors and, you know, really trying to turn that. It's, it seems like. All of this was so coordinated, but the only thing that messed up is they didn't get to ram the Lisbon Treaty through because then they would have had their European army. Uh, and everything else was, you know, just went ahead as planned and Europe is trying to catch up, but they can't because, you know, they, they don't have all the votes in for this European, uh, what is it, uh, United States of Europe plan. 
Uh, it's just a disaster waiting to happen. It's Gitmo Nation, my friend. That's what it is. The European army, that's a winner. Well, and Ireland was well, that, right. You know, because that, that Russia and the European, the Russian, I can see why Russia's getting a little freaky. They're going to have to rearm, and then, they, you know, they're going to have the European army, and we're mm -hmm. going to be sitting back here. We're going to kind of pull out and go, okay, go and be kind of laughing under our breaths, except for the fact of the, the, the mess that's going to end up creating. Sorry about that. But we should be, uh, or, or actually, we'll probably be egging them on. Come on, oh, you guys. Oh, you're going to let Russia push you around? What do you mean, what do you mean probably? Cheney was just not just in Georgia. He was in the Ukraine. He's you know they're they're building this pipeline that surpasses Russia. Um, a billion dollars By, bypasses bypasses bypasses. Right. I'm sorry. Yes, um, a billion dollars is, is being pledged, which of course is all about arms. You know, so yeah, we'll we'll give you a billion dollars, which is basically a big credit, big credit card, good at Halliburton and uh, you know. Right. Boeing <laughs> must be used by nine thirty oh nine. It's like a gift certificate. <laughs> Only, oops, you have to you have to pay interest on it. Well, you know, we'll we'll don't read the don't read the fine print about defaulting. Uh, yeah, it's it's totally. I mean, Cheney, Cheney, the 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 Ubermeister himself went there, and that's uh, that's pretty spectacular. That's funny because you know we didn't get much reports about that here because we had the conventions going well, exactly. on. Exactly. Everyone was all preoccupied with exactly. Sarah Palin moose hunting. Exactly. We're talking about moose hunting and who's baby? Who you know? Where's baby Jane? Yeah. And, right. uh, and, and by the way, what kind of name is Trig? They got a bunch of whack job names <laughs> for that family. Willow. Well, hold on Bristol. a second. Why, hold why, on a second. Excuse me. Bristol. Excuse me. My sister's name is Willow. Willow and Bristol. I mean, come on. These are hippie names. We have Adam, Tiffany, and Willow. <laughs> well, Adam is like a normal name. No, it's In not. Fact, it's I, biblical. I, I got it's exactly. Biblical name, and I got pestered. Pestered to death as a child. I was afraid. Like, oh, my name's Adam. Yeah, all right. Oh, Where's Eve? Where's Eve? Oh, there it is, John. <laughs> but Trig. Yeah, Trig is a little out there. Trig? What does that mean? Is he going to be a math major? I mean, I'm not getting it. <laughs> trig, like in trigger? Trigonometry. Yeah, that could be. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so that's what was... So while you were watching the the greatest show on Earth, uh, meanwhile, behind the scenes, Cheney was... Uh, was Stirring up trouble. Cutting deals. Well, that's what this whole NATO thing is about. It's, you know, it's it's... It's not a well, yeah. Of course, it's a, uh, you know, if you're attacked, then we'll all come to the rescue. But uh, it's obviously about you know, here's the weapons we're going to sell you. We're not coming to anybody's rescue. Well, that's the joke of it. We're not going to go into a war with Russia over one of these little two-bit countries that you know borders Turkey. We're just going to make a lot of noise about it. You know, well, I think we should. Uh, you know, you guys got to back off. Well. It's all about the pipelines. Well, that's what it looks like. But yeah. the fact of the matter is setting up this little conflagration, which is going to take place because the Europeans have got to form this big giant, you know, one big country with their own big army. It's, you know, you can just see it's asking for trouble. The Russians don't like this idea. No, Things are course, going fine. Of course fine. they don't like it. Of course they don't like it. But, you know, so typical. And well, that's uh, good. we have our own hemisphere, so we don't care. You know, we'll... We can we just so it's, it's really big in the news now about what's going on in Georgia, you know, because uh, again, uh, there is actually some good reporting going on. Um, 
proof now, and they have pictures everywhere of U.S. military uh, training the Georgian commandos months before the attack uh, to, uh, you know, Virginia-based, uh, not Blackwater, but Blackwater-like companies been in there for the past year. Now, it's it's pretty clear that this was all a setup. <laughs> and oh, and, oh, here's the best part. So, you know, there was rumor of uh, Israeli jets being uh, positioned on one of the two other airfields besides the uh, George W. Bush airport or whatever it is. <laughs> um, uh, so a, a friend of mine, he actually trained with... Um, with a lot of those guys who are who do those types of missions, he says he hasn't he hasn't been able to reach him for like six weeks. No, really. Yeah. So he thinks he he's convinced something's going to happen. Well, I told Something's you up. Yeah, well, I told you about the the Dutch operatives, right? Didn't didn't we talk about that last week? We must have. I don't know. We, we, we do it again. It was um, the Dutch Secret Service had uh, it, it leaked out and they made the front page of the paper. Um, they pulled back uh, some secret operatives from Iran. Lickety split because they heard that a, an attack was imminent, and so this leaked out into the newspaper. And that actually did that did make some international headlines here and there. Hmm. Uh, an attack. Now, this, this was before the uh, Russian thing. No, after? no, this is last week. Oh, this is now. So yeah, we this were is happening now. An, yeah. Another attack. Well, no, this would be an attack on Iran. The operatives were in Iran. Oh, okay. I'm right. trying to follow. So, Sorry. Okay, so put it all together. You've got uh, Israeli jets, you know, guys not reachable. I got a hundred dollar bet with a guy that I said that we're not going to bomb Iran, and he says yeah, that's a done deal. And I said I don't think so. I th um, I think that I think they, the Israelis might do it, but yeah. we're not going. To. Well, you know, that 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 was the story is that the Israelis would do it with uh, with U.S. markings painted on, and then they you know, but like water paint, <laughs> and then they would come back to the base in Georgia, and then they'd wash them off, and it would be a big mystery. Just to, just to, you know, you're, hello, you're bombed to shit, but you don't know who did it. <laughs> so the Israeli bombers are going to come out of Georgia to bomb yeah. the, uh, to bomb yeah. Iran? Yeah, that's the story. Well, they have to, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, do they have to, what do they have to fly over to make this work? Yeah, I looked at Georgia's that. Because Georgia's up against Turkey. Well, hold on a second. at the bottom in the middle of nowhere. No, hold on a second, because don't they have to go over the... Uh, Az Azerbaijan or as maybe or maybe even the Ukraine. No, the Ukraine's north of them. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, I'm, I'm bringing up Google Earth, uh, which will probably fuck with the connection, but it's worth it. I do this all the time. I mean, how how cool is it to have Google Earth, man? You can just see all this shit and you understand it so much better. People should do that, you know. Go 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 look at Georgia on Google Earth and surf around and look at some of these places, and then when you see it on the news, you'll be like, okay. I get it. Yeah, no, people need to do that. The geography, especially in the United States, it's, it's almost embarrassing how people don't have a clue about anything. I mean, it's almost like pathetic. Okay, let's see what we got here. Yeah, I'm zooming in, okay, too. Okay, George is down. Okay, yeah, they had to go over Azerbaijan, or they could shoot over part of... No, nah, that's, that's not going to work. They won't go They're over Turkey, though. They're going to have to though. go over Azerbaijan. And they, I mean, that's it's, it's Georgia, Azerbaijan, Azerbaijan and... Uh, Iran is right there. Yep. So it's the next country over. So they have the one. Yeah. This here. Yeah, they can go straight from. Uh, they don't. They can. They could go over Armenia. Be a little shorter. Uh, but Azerbaijan looks uh, looks like a good route. Yeah, and then there's you know if they can get actually if they could get 
I can't quite. If they could go over Azerbaijan and hit that the, the body of water there, what is that? The Caspian, Caspian Black, the Caspian Sea, and uh, then they could come out of the Caspian Sea, and Tehran is right there at the bottom, and they could just bomb the crap out of it, and then come yeah. back. And so it's, uh, uh, if you but go- they get, they're going to bomb the facilities. Where are those facilities? Do we know? No, no, we don't. Is if you go from uh, Tbilisi to Tehran, it's five hundred and fifty miles. Well, that's a no-brainer. So that's uh, that's why they're stationed there. Um, right. So, so yeah, I, d- it, I do think they're going to yeah, hit them. coming out of Israel, they have to go over too many things, including exactly, Iraq. Exactly. That's why. Yeah. Um, Interesting. But they're not going to. They're not going to hit. They're not going to nuke. There's a big difference. Yeah. No, they're going to just probably do bunker busters. Yeah. Because the nukes don't work. You are aware of this, right? Tell me. Uh, you, you promise not to laugh? All right, go. <laughs> oh, I know what you, you, you... Yeah, the nukes don't work, right? The nukes don't work. October 14th, it's coming. I thought it was the 18th. No, it's, it's all right. <laughs> by, by the 18th, you'll know all about it. Don't worry. There's nothing that's going to happen, by the way. So I, we followed up on your flying saucer thing, and there's a bunch of references all over the Internet, including some you know, crazy people that have posted YouTube videos talking about this thing. Yeah, I've seen but that. But it's very yeah. unclear. That it says, you know, over Alabama in the southern hemisphere. Well, I, there's all, I mean, the Alabama thing wasn't clear to me either. Um, it may not be Alabama. It may be the name of the sh- of the vessel. Well, it could be the name of the vessel. There's also, isn't there a space station? Oh, not space station. Um, uh, yeah, isn't there a? Uh, don't we have a Alabama? Not that I know of. Yeah, we have. Don't we have something? We have. Uh, like so anyway, so this this flying saucer that you cl- that you know that you're uh, hold on a second. I, I didn't say anything. Oh, you mean the the ship that's coming? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, on the 14th of October, it's supposed yes. to be over the southern hemisphere someplace. It's supposed to hang around for a while. Uh huh. According to all the reports that you get from all these crackpots. Yeah. So it's not going to happen. Here, NASA. What, if, what are they going to say? What are they going to say? All these people, when nothing comes of it. Oh, oh well. <laughs> oh well. I, I, I want to hear. I think it's going to be some good stories about why it didn't happen. Well, you weren't ready, or some bullshit. No, I. I you know, the, the, this is. Uh, I've been following See, this stuff for a while. This is this is a pretty strong message that's uh, that's coming. So I I, uh, I expect something to happen. Let, let let's turn it around. Let's say uh, something does appear. What are you going to say? Oh, it's not going to I'm not even considering it. Okay, well, all right, there you go. I mean, if something appeared, I would go, wow, that's, huh. That would be my reaction. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that, I, I, how do I spell that? Is that G-H-R-M-P-F? Uh, huh. huh? <laughs> well, who knew? Mm-hmm. So, uh, okay, I'm looking back in the map again. So I'm just thinking what their route would be. I think they'd go over the Caspian, Caspian Sea. The sea. Of course, they got to go out over the Caspian Sea and then come down. Right. Because for one thing, you can fly low and the radar signatures are going to be minimal and, and the water's going to soak up a lot of the radar. And, yeah, it's perfect. But how much does it suck? I mean, this is so fucking stupid. Well, we're not, you know... What? Maybe, what do you know? Maybe, I mean, there's, there's absolutely no reason to do it. Well, we don't know that they're actually going to do it. It may be an exercise. 
<laughs> Just like the Armada that is now in the Black Sea for an exercise. Please. Could be. I mean, it's disconcerting that they pulled the Dutch secret police out of the area, but or the Dutch intelligence, intelligence whatever they yeah. call themselves. Yeah. How many guys are in Dutch intelligence? <laughs> <laughs> both it's guys, like, <laughs> both of them, been pulled out. There's one guy to carry the magnifying glass, and uh, <laughs> I don't know. Well, there's there's lots of jokes like that. <laughs> How about the. You know the Dutch Air Force that they were they were grounded recently. They not, were. A, not a single plane could fly. Yeah, they ran out of coal. <laughs> <laughs> These are the jokes we make about our armed forces. Yeah, <laughs> coal. <laughs> yeah, it's cute. All right. Yeah, I mean, come on, you've heard these jokes. I mean, we do this with the Belgians all the time. It's like, well, you know, the the Belgian army uh, they they couldn't go to battle because no one could find the bullet. You know, it's, it's yeah, the, the old the old one bullet yeah. gag has been yeah. used a lot. <laughs> exactly. So uh, okay, what else is going on that we don't know about over here in the USA of A? Because we're more concerned about Sarah Palin moose hunting. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Let's talk about Sarah Palin for a little bit. I'm I'm still totally enchanted by her. So the vpilf site dot com vpilf dot com is like buzzing. Yeah, <laughs> that was a smart move by that guy. I have to bring it up now. I haven't subscribed to it yet, but yeah, it is good. But you know, there's no there's no like really sexy pictures of her anywhere. They're I keep, all photoshopped. I keep, yeah, I know. I keep waiting for something there real to a, pop up. There was a good article in some. I was going to blog it, but then I realized it's a little too. Uh, um, too much to fay, as it were. Uh-huh. It was a, a bunch of uh, fashion designers uh, discussing the three women uh, in the campaign: Cindy McCain, Michelle Obama, and Sarah. Yeah. And uh, what a they ticket. talked about how the, the, she dresses down and makes a point of it, and doesn't want to uh, put on airs or dress too sexy. She actually dresses like you know the kind of the. The on purpose dresses mm-hmm. like a, a Midwesterner, mm-hmm. uh, although she probably, you know, and they, they they say the only thing that she can do to improve her, she should probably ditch the glasses. They they all say, no, I like it. It has. Oh, here's a funny T-shirt. Sarah Palin, Babe, Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Yeah, I did catch Carl Rove a couple times on Fox News. Man, he's like he is the wizard, isn't he? He's Kaiser Carl. I, I love that guy. Kaiser I Carl. Mean, I never is what appreciated him so much until listening to him dissecting. He's a deconstructionist. Yeah, he is. Breaks which it down. I admire because yeah. he'll take apart. He did a thing on the speech, uh, which I have. I taped it because my son has become kind of a, a fan of his too, uh, for his deconstruction ability. But he took apart. I think it was McCain's speech, and he did it. He says, you know, he did 12 paragraphs about this and three paragraphs about that. He had the whole thing broken down by paragraphs, which I don't know how you can do on a speech, but I guess you can. And uh, and then he talked about what he talked, what points he hit when he hit him and what, what order he hit him in and how little he did this and how much more he did that, indicating that they're going to go in such and such a direction. And uh, it was quite it was, it was it was interesting. It was very he's very calculating. Hmm. Hey, um, I'm looking at the. Uh at the drop site, have you looked at that? Uh, not today. Okay, drop.io slash no agenda. And there's a San Francisco Union's tax 
a health surcharge on food? Have you heard about this? No. Yeah, you should. They they scanned it here. There's uh, looks like it's a uh, it's a uh, a check for one vegetarian spring roll, one Japanese curry, shrimp stir fry. Then there's regular tax on it, and then there's a health surcharge of seventy cents. What is that? I we support know. the new union contract, which brings better health and welfare benefits and pay increases for all union workers. These new and better benefits will increase our cost of doing business by more than $10,000 a month beginning September 2008, more than $200,000 over the whole year 2009. To partially recover these additional costs, we are charging a 3.5% health and welfare surcharge on every customer receipt. Hmm. This surcharge is already being implemented by most reputable restaurants in San Francisco to help them stay afloat in these difficult times. Wow. So in a hotel, you're going to get your food bill, your tax bill, your health surcharge, your uh, gratuity. It's just going to be half the money. It's just going to be in, in phantom shit. Yeah. Well, the problem is that I, where I'm looking at it, it's half the, it's almost about a third of what the tax is, or more. Is that actually it's more? Uh, it looks like about forty percent of the tax. Yeah. I mean, looks so whatever the tax is, another forty percent. 40% of that would be the health surcharge. It should be a flat fee. It shouldn't be a floating fee. It shouldn't be a percentage. Because they're not paying the workers on a, on a, on a floating basis. There's a flat difference, right? Oh, really? <clears throat> I don't know. I have no idea. Well, I'll have to look into it. Hmm. That's pretty wacky, though. So did you see the new Bill Gates uh, Vista commercial? Yeah, the with, uh, with, with Jerry, Jerry, Seinfeld? Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, it was like... Uh, I think, actually, did you write that, that you... Um, you were yeah, wrong about calling from Market, Market Watch, Watch. Last yeah, yeah, yeah. Week. That, you, that you said you wrote that you were wrong about your prediction that it would stink. Yeah, I was wrong. It, it was I actually... thought it was just going to merely suck. <laughs> and it really, I didn't know really it was sucked. Stink to high heaven or be you know beyond that, which it, I, I was stunned how bad yeah. it was. Yeah, it, it was uh, it was quite bad and pointless. Well, I, I mean, I think it's an embarrassment to the company to, to have that ad out there, even though there's a bunch of people that have, you know, written comments. Oh, I think it's cute. It humanizes Bill Gates. It's like, what yeah, are you talking about? But Microsoft, uh, is, it, that's, a, that's an enterprise company. You know, th- that's where they make their money. They shouldn't be. This is dumb. It's like it's like it's almost like an ego trip for Gates. I don't believe that. You know, it's almost like it was what kind of an ego trip? And then he humiliates himself with that clown card. Which I actually have posted on the blog. Mm. No, it's got to be some kind of ego trip. It is. I mean, it, what does he need? He doesn't need. He, Gates is not the type of person that needs an ego trip. I don't know him personally, but doing this kind of stuff, you know, it's it's not like it's the you know if if this were the first time he'd ever broken through the kind of genius boy wall. Remember, you know, we're a lot closer to perhaps what he is like and what he does and what he stands for than most people who are going to see this commercial. I mean, who is it Who is it intended for? Is it intended for the general population who's going to make a choice between Windows or a Mac? I mean, is that what this is about? And then it's just, a, just spinning wheels. It's unnecessary and stupid. He had the... Um, the cute little video that he, with Balmer where they're driving around, you know, with the with the Casio song, the do 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 do. Remember that one? Yeah. You know, so he he already did his kind of like goofy thing, and he's done some goofy things throughout uh, his tenure at uh, at Microsoft, and he's not even at Microsoft anymore, isn't he gone? Yeah. Right. 
That's what I keep saying every time he keeps cropping up. They would, you know, they ran all these retirement stories about him yeah. for a good month before he was quote unquote retired. Well, how come he can't stay retired? I mean, what was the point of all these media people falling all over themselves to write stories about Bill Gates's retirement, end of an era, blah 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 blah? Yeah. And meanwhile, he's still there. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't know, but it, but it, you know, it wasn't funny. End of story. It was it was. It was like a toe curling, you know, just like, ugh, just embarrassing. And this looks like Seinfeld faxed his performance in. Well, you got to wonder about uh, him and uh, the relationship between him and uh, what's the guy you like so much, uh, who I think is probably the real uh, the real uh, brains behind the Seinfeld series. Come on, what's his name? You, you watch his show. Larry David? Larry David, yeah. I, I actually I find Larry David. I like Larry David. I know you but do. I find it so hard to deal with him. Oh, no, I thought you liked the show too. I you know I like certain ones of the show. I mean, certain there are certain episodes like the dead. I think he had some the dead relative show was good. I mean, he has occasionally, but it it makes the problem with the show is it's not really written. It's ad libbed. It's a throw. It's like our show. You know, if you don't like listening to two guys just go, you know, talk about whatever they feel like, <laughs> you're not going to like this no, show. You are definitely not going to be digging this show. And, yeah. But it, that's kind of what his show is like. And I find it's, it's lack of structure to be bothersome. Yeah. But I like him. I mean, I, and he's the genius behind the Seinfeld show. Well, that's, and, that, that's what I mean. I think that, you know, Seinfeld, although he had, you know, look, he has a, a certain type of humor. His stand-up is a certain, you know, observational humor, things that make you go, hmm, um, which is, you know, and I think that's what he's really good at writing. But then coming to the basically a commercial about nothing, because I think that's what they were, you know, that's what they were going for. I can just hear the phone call, you know, yeah, let's do a commercial about nothing. Uh, but the payoff, it'll be about Vista, uh, and I'll shake my booty. <sighs> they never had a, a logo for Vista. They never show what the commercial's about. It was just like a typical, you know, if there was a commercial for anything, it was a commercial for vaporware, mm. you know, or, or false promises, yeah. uh, or, you know, dead well, at, ends. Well, at, at the I very mean, end, there's a, there's a Microsoft logo, isn't there? I thought that it went to yeah, black. Yeah, there's a, a regular logo. Microsoft logo yeah. at the end. Right. And it, not only that, but it's a small one. Right, so it's uh, it's just a brand thing. Did the stock move? Did anything happen? I doubt it. But you know, who knows? Who knows, man? It should have tanked. <laughs> I didn't say move up or up or down. I said, did it move? I'd be I'd be heading for the as I like to say. I'd be heading for the exits. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, that it, it it totally is weird. I agree. Well, it's definitely into the category of what are they thinking. Yeah. Which actually shocked me. I thought they would at least have something that was, you know, promoting a product or you know, selling I, something. There's one thing I, I mean, wanted to say about a continuing theme on Twit uh, that I heard uh, came up again last week. And I, and I, and I, and I, I hope one day I'll, I'll be invited onto the show so I can actually, you know, talk about it as well. How, how do these guys, and this is about the bandwidth metering, and I'm completely with you on just meter it. You know, it doesn't mean that it has to be a bazillion dollars. You know, it should be able to be metered in a, in a reasonable, you know, reasonable cost. But the, there's such a huge misunderstanding. I think there's enough smart people on that conversation each time this comes up that it is not free. 
the amount, the, the speed and the amount is, it's not the same thing. So, you know, when you have, um, people downloading 50 gigabytes of data of movies or whatever on a daily basis, at a certain point, you have to get a bigger router. You know, this costs real money. These are millions and millions of dollars for these big machines that sit there at, uh, at these exchanges and that pass off traffic, uh, you know, to an ISP's members. How, how come that is so poorly understood by that group? It's baffling. But not only that, but every time I bring it up, I get a, a slew of hate mail and Twitters from people saying, yeah, you're full of crap. It, you know, and it's like, I, I basically, even though I, I maintain this position, but I've been, as I mentioned, I think on a Cranky Geeks recently, I've been maintaining the same position for the last decade. And I mean, this is not a new argument with me. Right. Uh, but nobody wants to, you know, I mean, it's, it's a foregone conclusion. That the one thing that's changing is that at least people are agreeing that it's probably going to happen someday, whether we like it or not. Right. That we're going to have to meter the net. But, yeah, I know that there's two assumptions that seem to be underlying the argument against it. One, if you meter the net, your bill's going to go skyrocket. Well, see, but that's, that's an My in- incorrect just assumption. Your yeah. bill's going to go, go down. Go down, absolutely. Because finally, you'll just be paying for what you're really using. What people, I mean, John, you and I were there in the early days when, you know, knocks would get filled up and transit lines were bursting at the seams and the whole fucking thing came to a crawl. The whole net would slow down. You know, and this was built with, okay, granted, all these telcos got subsidized and they stole that money and didn't actually build out the infrastructure properly and just threw it into marketing of free for all, come all you can eat. I mean, yeah, a lot, a lot went wrong there, but it, it, it does actually cost money if people are consuming more bandwidth. It's not the speed or the, so, or the perceived size of the pipe that's the real deal. That, that's not what, what it's coming from. It's all of these exchange, well, they're less and less now, but it's the exchanges, the peering agreements between them, the, the cost of transit where you don't have a peering agreement. That's a real money that has to be paid there. And it's for equipment, you know, big, big, big routers. Switches, big machines. I've, I've built a knock. I know what goes into this, and I'm just astounded at this conversation. It comes up every month, at least once. Yeah. Well, the other thing is, of course, and also if you pass traffic through the big giant um, sites like May East or May West, the big government sites, you actually have to pay to go in and out, and you have to pay yeah. by the bit. Yes. Yeah. Hell yeah. But I can so, I can already predict what's going to happen. I mean, it, it's so clear to me that. Um, you know, the big ISPs, the big networks, they're going to start acquiring content into their networks. It'll be available outside, but even just acquiring, so if, if you have uh, popular content, for them to get that content, there's a cost. It may not always be an actual um, out-of-pocket cost. It can be an, uh, an appearing an, uh, agreement or some other kind of uh, agreement that, you know, is set up between networks. But eventually, it's just going to be cheaper to them without even charging their customers anything to just bring it inside their network or expand their network and and make that bigger. I I don't see that happening across the board. But they're just going to have to go to that model. So they're going to start acquiring these big, you know, um, big content uh, aggregators or providers or wherever servers are. I think they're going to want them inside their networks. Now, will they actually know what to do with them? Probably not. Other than, hey, it's at least it's saving us money. Because it's going to have to come from both ends. It can't just come from the customers. 
Well, at some point, IPTV, I mean, it's like, you know, I, it's like internet telephony. Well, you, uh, you, you know, know you, you brought this up and, you know, Comcast already essentially does IPTV. I mean, a Comcast cable box is, is, is not receiving an analog signal. It's receiving a digital signal. So it's already IPTV. Right. But that's the, the, the cable. I'm not version. even, I'm not sure that's true, but, but the point is, is that, People like Comcast will have a selection of what will amount to IPTV uh, television that they can meter in, you know, I'm not meter the IPTV stuff, but they can they can uh, segment off like the premium stuff. So you can, you know, order a right. HBO movie or whatever. Or, in fact, they have all this pay-per-view crap now all over the place. Yeah. Everybody's got it. And that's that's really just interface. And it's the same thing, you know. But but true IPTV, it seems to me, is an open network. Yeah, you can subscribe to all those channels from your Comcast, well, but you should be able to also go to Sweden. Well, but but isn't, uh, isn't, the, isn't IPTV then exactly what Mevio is doing? Aren't we, in essence, then an IPTV provider? Well, I think everybody who sends stuff over the net is an IPTV right. provider. But that, but your but the stuff is that Mevio is doing is designed to be looked at on a computer. It's right. not designed Correct. to be looked at, at a, on a TV, Correct. which is what the TV is in Correct. IPTV. Correct. And, and that's what I'm talking about. And, where, where and I, can I think go. that that will never actually work. It will. And it, what's going to happen is going to be I'm going to be able to sit here. In fact, I think it's not that far from being implemented. Well, actually, in, in Asia, it's already implemented. But I should be able to sit here. I should be, if I say I'm Swedish, and I move to San Francisco, and I want to keep watching my channels in Sweden, I should be able to go on the computer and then say, yeah, I want to subscribe to, you know, whatever channels the Swedes have. And and it should be able to go and it should be able to open up a connection and then I should be able to watch it on my regular television set just as though I was yeah, in Sweden. Well, no, no, but technically, yeah, but where's the business model? There's there's no no way to do sales on that, so you're going to have to pay for it. Yeah, you're going to have to pay for it. Right. So what do you, so this is thank you very much. So to see the Swedish chef cooking show, which of course is the only thing of any value <laughs> you're going to get for God's sake. <laughs> anything of any value you're going to get from this wonderful IPTV setup you have in your living room, you're going to have to wind up paying, you know, 2.99 to watch an episode. And we know that's not going to work. It's it's it'll work, but it's not going to sustain the the production necessary to create that type of programming. I'm not convinced of that, and I'll tell you why. And, and a, a friend of mine who I've used as the uh, model for our discussion about Georgia, uh, who are from Russia and uh, actually from Georgia, I would go over their house once in a while, and they have the Dish Network like I do. They get the same dish and everything. And Well, but stop. They, they're already paying. That's where they're paying for it. So that's done. So they're, the business model is clear. That's yeah. the whole problem. But that, But that's because you're paying for the hardware. So how well, they're paying? I don't know. Well, I know the hardware is free. It's the monthly charge well, that's uh, yeah, for. You're, for the whole setup. So you're paying a subscription fee. So you know the the way it works is the Swedish company is getting paid a monthly fee from the Dish Network, and the Dish Network goes and tries to sell that to their customers. When you're talking IPTV, I just don't see that model, John. I don't see enough revenue to actually create that kind of product. You know, to be able to create five to eight minutes of um, an online uh, episodic show, it's, you know, it's still hard work, watch it. but no, it's the doable. The show's already produced. It's local television from Stockholm. Okay, so then so what? So essentially, so it's like a sling box right, arrangement. So how many gigs is that going to be? 
to watch that in, in good definition, you probably want HD. Why the hell not? And we're going to go yeah. there eventually in your scenario. So how many yep. uh, how many gigs is that going to be? Uh, let's see, uh, HD half hour should be around seven gigs. Seven gigs, right? So um, if these guys at this at this Swedish uh, state run television. Uh, are going to send that to you, it's probably going to cost them a couple bucks in transfer cost. I'll pay two bucks. It's not going to be enough. It's got to be enough. No. Do you know what normal CDN prices are before you get into huge volume? We're in huge volume. We've driven that shit down to a nice, nice level, which is, I mean, actually a very good level. It's so good I'm not even allowed to talk about it according to our contract. But most people, if they can get below... 40 cents a gigabyte they're doing really good so you're talking you know three bucks right there just to send it out exactly well here's another thing that's going on I was talking to the guy who was responsible for I have to get his name again this famous uh Internet architect who's actually responsible for all the congestion uh, algorithms that we use. Okay. He says that there's a model out there that they're working on. It works as follows. He said, and he says, there's no reason. He says, right now, the problem which you describe adequately uh, is is it not workable in other words why should me the provider of the of the 20 of the of the 7 gigabytes of content have to send and say we have two customers John and Adam why do i have to send a copy to you right on a request and then send another copy <laughs> you're, right? you're, about, copy you're about out. to you're about to invent peer to peer networking and the proxy scheme because i've looked at all of this that's exactly what all these huge proxy server ideas were about and they just never came to fruition it's never really happened but you're absolutely right what should happen is the content from the swedish chef should be sent over to comcast and Comcast stores it there and puts it into it. This is what they're working on. This is how, this is the only way it's going to work in their model. I'm not saying I love it, but it's the only way they know how to do business. And they're going to start acquiring that and presenting it to you in a different way, in their own way. Because it can't actually, and it's not even a copyright thing. It's just an economics thing. And, and by the way, these guys, I don't know if they still do, but, um, in the early days of the web, man, proxy servers, whew. Remember how much trouble they were? Because everyone had them to try and cut down on bandwidth. Yeah, they didn't work. And, and you know, you'd wait and suddenly you'd have to call IT. Hey, man, can you blow out the proxy because uh, I got to refresh this page for a presentation? <laughs> yeah, we actually have. There's some of that. It's like it's like that WordPress cache that uh, we play around with. We have to do use it once in a while because you get too many hits and. To you know, having to redesign, you have to, having to send out a page on every request yeah. of all these different yeah. little. Yeah. It'd be better if you just had this one thing, boom, boom, boom. So anyway, for yeah, no, there's there, yeah, well, that's because yeah, there's 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 problems. I'm not saying. I mean, if if IPTV was a no-brainer, we'd be getting IPTV tomorrow. But, no, but it, the thing is, John, I'm telling you, it's it, it, not only is it a no-brainer, it's a no non-starter. It's not about the technology. We've got the technology. We've got the technology for the program. We've got the programming. It's there too. There is no way to, to connect all those bits into a viable business model at scale, right? So that you can actually sustain that type of programming. 
Because you know, and and even if it's a, if it's an additional, just sending it out, it, you know that that's a logistical nightmare. Well, you yourself just said Comcast is doing that already. Well, well, I no, I said I think that they're probably still doing uh, some proxying, but I don't know if they do it on large files. Uh, in fact, I don't know if that's done anymore at all because it may just be prohibitive. I don't know. Maybe the amount of data is too pro- too prohibitive to even set up proxy servers. For the, for the media assets that we're downloading these days, it's huge. We're going to have a bunch of people writing in. Well, yeah, by the way, please, uh, for, the, for the hate mail you're writing to me right now, this is not like I actually want it to be this way. I'm just saying this is what I see happening. You know, and, and maybe we'll even get to a scenario where it'll be like, uh, you know, very analogous to the, to the phone providers where you're going to get, you know, you, if you hook up to a certain network, um, you'll get uh, a certain package, and it'll come with. Uh, they're they're going to do it. They're going to do the content packages. You watch. It's ju- it's just not sustainable for them anymore. All I know is that there's going to be a way of my like the like the woman who watches Russian television. They get like ten channels off the dish, and they have a different menu. I don't know. I mean, as I'm looking at this, going, "Wow, this is not even doesn't even look like my right. dish network." But that, but th- but think of how beautiful the distribution is. It's one uplink, and everyone can download it basically from the satellite. It's it's not. It's a very different type of distribution mechanism. It's also not cheap, by the way, to to sustain that. But it's doable. At least it's you know. There's there's no real. I don't think there's a, well, you run out of channels, so there's a set amount of channels you can utilize. There is a bandwidth issue, uh, but it's for the total offering and not, uh, incremental per, uh, per, uh, you know, new audience member. That's really what it's about. This, this is the thing that people really don't see. And I think Google will do it too. I think Google's totally going to go into the content business, which is going to really mess with their current business model, but they're going to figure it out. And I think they probably have enough money to do that. But, you know, maybe they'll do it during this uh, recession. They're going to get into content. I'm sure of it. Because they've got the distribution. They've got a fantastic distribution mechanism. Well, I don't have any doubt they're going to, or I know they're thinking about it. But, you know, the problem is they have to go look at Yahoo, who's been toying with content for 20 years. And, you know, it's just a joke. I think even if they could, they could figure out how to get the Swedish cooking show effective, cost effectively to people. I think even that will make them the winner. They don't even have to have a business model; just make it cheaper to actually distribute it. They're all going. They're already going to win. Now, what are you doing? I'm chewing on pistachios. (laughs) All right, enough of this. All right. I'm going to have to rethink the whole thing. Let's yeah. talk about Hillary Clinton. She's dropped off the radar. Yeah, because she's going to do what she has in the background to sink Obama. You think she's really doing that? Well, I don't know. What do you think? I mean, what's your chances of ever becoming the president of the United States if Obama wins? Hillary Clinton? Yeah. No. Uh, the only chance of, of her becoming president of the United States, well, there's no chance, actually. Um, no, there's one long shot chance. Yeah, well, the one long shot chance is Obama is eliminated before the before the general election, which would make her the I think the default no, Democratic know, that's candidate. Jeez, that's not going to happen. I'm just saying no, that's the, the only the, scenario I can see. Well, the other scenario is that McCain wins, and he's a one term president, and she runs in 2012, and then she's you know she's got the job. Possible. Possible. 
But if if uh, if Obama wins, he's gonna whether he does a crappy job or a good job, it doesn't make any difference because he's gonna be the selected. He's gonna be the candidate in 2012. I mean, the last time the Democrats had the situation is when Jimmy Carter was in for one term, and then he came when he came to the convention. Ted Kennedy tried to bump him off the ticket the way Hillary would have to do with Obama because he was doing such a crappy job, and it was not effective. He still didn't get on, and they ran Carter again, and he lost. To Reagan, and that's what you know. Would so Hillary knows she's out, you know, at least eight years from today, and she's not going to get in in twenty, you know, sixteen or whenever the next one is after that. So uh, she has to submarine Obama's campaign if she wants to be president. If she doesn't want to be president, which seems unlikely. Then she'll help him, but she's like not going to help him. I can't believe we're already talking about the 2012 election. <laughs> well, I might as well. We haven't even had the 2008 yet. <laughs> oh man, that, that just well, hurts I know, it's my because brain. it's going to get interesting. Now we got two months of dirty politics ahead of us. Uh, it's going to be really. I think it's going to be just a lot of mudslinging and uh, a couple debates. I think there's three debates scheduled, maybe four. There's only one for the vice president, which will be the one that packs them in, because everyone wants to see, you know, if this woman can, you know, and Joe Biden can have a fight, because it'd be funny. Well, and I, 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 I want to interrupt you, so. I totally agree, and I think, but I think it's being orchestrated for different reasons. I think we are going to see a great two months. It's going to be fantastic television. There's going to be a lot of cat fighting and one-liners and some awesome. We know that uh, McCain uh, has some writers now, so we can expect some. And, and and surely some of that stuff that Palin had was written. I mean, it was come on. The difference between uh, Pitbull and a hockey mom lipstick. I mean, great lines. Um, and I think we're just going to have a lot more of that because at all cost, we do not want to be looking at Wall Street or uh, any uh, – there's no warships over here in the Black Sea. Just keep on enjoying the show, folks. <laughs> just keep on looking. Ain't that Sarah Palin cute, everybody? Hey. <laughs> yeah. Well, there, there's obviously elements of that. Or, Chaney, <laughs> or Ch meanwhile, Cheney and Bush get to be f stirring up trouble. They didn't even show up, man. Bush Bush calls in. He does a fucking video conference, and uh, uh, Colin Powell didn't show up, and you know Cheney didn't show up. Of course, he was you know out there making cutting deals in Georgia and messing with Putin's head. No, that's interesting. Yeah, well, they, they, you know, the claim was that they didn't show up because they weren't welcome. But uh, you might be right. Actually, maybe more sinister than that. Oh, it, it has to be. I mean, th those guys, they love flaunting their, flaunting their stuff. You know, and that now, you know, with, with the distraction of the convention, they can go off and do, they can do anything. Stuff. They can do anything. Yeah. Well, you know, well, uh, I won't get into that. But. What? Well, you know, the whole hurricane thing. Oh, the hurricane was a yeah. Well, they, that was a laughable. They started that man. They they fired up that hard thing up there in Alaska. Mayor, he comes out and he makes the announcement that this is going to be the storm of the century, century. worse than Katrina. <laughs> I know. And he evacuate and they evacuate the whole place. Yeah. And see how they good didn't we done evacuate it. Evacuate anybody. See how good we done it. We done real good. And it's all Blackwater, John. There were it was all Blackwater guys down there doing the evacuating. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Someone sent me an email. I should see if I can... Hold on. Someone sent me an awesome email. Well, that means that as they evacuated people, they were putting bugs in their house. Who the hell knows? That'd be pretty or, funny. No, uh, placing... If you live in New Orleans, <laughs> check your house, have it checked for, for listening devices. They were placing uh, thermite 
<laughs> yeah, right. So they could blow, <laughs> blow could, up the town. That's right. That's right, baby. <laughs> yeah. The WTC seven group there working there overtime. <sighs> Hold on a second. I got to all, uh, all your houses have been rigged for <laughs> to be blown up. Here it is. Okay, so here's this email from this Michael guy. And uh, I'm going to forward this to you because it's really too long. And he actually he responds to the L.A. Times photo of the Blackwater guy leaving the sign, uh, the scene of the uh, the medical marijuana bust. Remember that? Vaguely. Yeah. Well, so well, it was a it was a a bust on a medical marijuana shop, and uh, the New York Times had a whole bunch of pictures, and one was a picture of a guy with a Blackwater shirt, you know, armed. And uh, so this guy, he's you know, he I'll just send it to you. Hold on. We can't even talk about this whole thing. You just got to read this. You won't believe it. He says these guys well, are fucking everywhere. Everywhere. Well, a good, it's a good business to be in. And then there's, I keep reading about, um, do you hear about this Gulf Stream that crashed? Uh, the, the, it belonged to the CIA and it had three and a half tons of cocaine on it? No. <laughs> oh, there's some good stories out there, man. <laughs> Yes, but let's talk about Sarah Palin. <laughs> yeah. she, please don't notice moose. <laughs> please, please. She shoots guns. There's no coke on this Learjet. Please pass on by. Yeah, it's really true. It's really, well, really you, true. Well, send me the link. I just think it's a, it's an email. I just sent you the whole email. It's it's oh, not the yeah, link. No, no, it's like a personal thing. He he wrote up this whole story. Um. For example, in Iraq, when his company is unloading shipments at military sites, the people who offload and manage the supplies as well as their disbursements to the troops are not U.S. military personnel. These are a bunch of redneck KBR contractors who deliberately lose, steal, and overbill the military. Oh, he goes on to this whole overbilling thing, too. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. We're being ripped off by these guys. Of course. So do you, do you do you find it interesting? I don't know that anyone's ever pointed it out that Blackwater is actually named after. I, I'd like to find out when they named their company because it, it, it seems to be connected to, the you know, the Whitewater scandal. <laughs> so you have Whitewater, Blackwater. I mean, it's just like it's just it's a pun. I think there was a different there's a different reason why it's called Blackwater. I think I looked that up once. Mm. They list something else. Um. I love it when you're typing away there. <laughs> it's eating pistachios, I guess, according to this one guy. <laughs> well, that's interesting. Blackwater.com. Water.com goes to, oh, yeah, it goes to yeah.com. Hmm. Can't believe those guys didn't have that. They didn't have the URL? No, they have blackwaterusa.com. There's a reason I read this somewhere. Henry Rollins is doing uh, shows now. Have you seen any of those on Democracy Now? Oh, you know, I can only stomach Democracy Now for about five minutes. <laughs> yeah, but Henry Rollins it, is it, pretty cool. That woman is so dour. Yeah, she, her 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 performance, I would say, is indeed. It's like we know it's all fucked up, but at least I'm laughing about it. Yeah, I well, know she's 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 depressing. She's dour. She's she makes her she she actually makes herself look even worse by you know having this you know she looks like she never washes her hair. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I've never Amy whatever hell her name is Amy Winehouse. No, it's like, not Amy, Amy Winehouse. It's Amy something. And I bitched about her once on, on the blog, and I got a bunch of you know all these 
people writing me, yeah, just, you know, no, that's where all the facts are. But And I have to say, once in a while, she'll have somebody on that's just a fascinating interview. And they let it go forever. I mean, they let them tell their story. They don't cut them short. It's not soundbite oriented. And, you know, yeah, okay, fine. But generally speaking, you know, it's kind of a crappy production that is uh, depressing. It's it's not, you know, it's and it's unnecessarily uh, biased onto one side. I mean, it's very progressive left wing. Which is fine. I mean, it's but you know, it's not objective news anything any more than Fox, you know, in that regard. And Fox is more objective, I think, than these guys. You should uh, look at some of the news articles they've got on Blackwater. Some of the press releases: Embassy's contract security staff saves Polish ambassador. Blackwater saves six hundred lives. Wow! Hmm. Wow! Unbelievable. Well, it's a uh, it's the mercenaries. Yeah. It's a profession. Somebody decided to go, you know, say, look, mercenaries are a good business. Uh, let's start a company about it. You know, let's make you do it right. Let's professionalize it. And let me tell you, they're not the only ones. And now and as I've been seeing this commercial on television for the past week. And um, it's of a new video game called Merce. It's actually it's Mercenary 2. And and it's really weird because instead of a huge explosion-like trailer that you would expect, they have a very kind of mundane type song. Um, the words are, are very freaky, of course, if you look at it in context with the with the with the images. And you know, it's uh, mercenaries and they're bombing oil um, oil rigs and they're you know in, in Blackhawk and uh, Apache helicopters and it's like mercenary two, like you know, huh. we're totally conditioning. The next uh, Blackwater recruits. Right, or whoever the competition is. There's probably got to be a more onerous. I mean, Blackwater may just actually be what, just a smokescreen for some really worse operations. Yeah, I, ha- I have the... Uh, I don't have it here. I had the paper. In the paper downstairs, it had that whole thing about the com- uh, the uh, the companies that trained um, the Georgian commandos. No, the company that trained... Oh, yeah, the Georgian command. yeah. You know, yeah, they're like, probably an interesting like the Americans, like like us, you know, because they're paid for by the Pentagon. It says it right there in the paper. <laughs> what are we doing paying for yeah. for armaments in Georgia? I mean, come on, I pay taxes. I should I should get to ask. Fucking crazy. And you know, the thing that bugs me is slightly annoying is when you hear about the, you know, the green zone in Iraq and wherever, you know, all these guys are living, you know, and they have, the fact that they bring in catering services. Whatever happened to the days where the army actually had a cook? Oh, yeah, yeah nick- you were on KP that Patrol. That was nicknamed Cookie. Yeah, <laughs> you had KP, you had Kitchen Patrol, and you had to peel potatoes. Yeah, there's guys who had to peel potatoes. Oh. Now they have a catering service that comes in, and you know, and they have a McDonald's, and they have all these different kinds of options. You know, I'm surprised they haven't got butlers. Well, I told so you they probably I, I, do. Some of the guys, some of the top guys, probably do, but they're probably yeah. not army butlers. They're probably like hired. Yes, butlers. of course, they're from the Hilton Hotel Group, of course. But I told you, I told you about Basra when I was there. McDonald's, uh, that a Burger King, Pizza Hut, you know, huge uh, salad bar. Um, yeah, it's all commercial. Coke machines everywhere. Yeah, how is this? You know, like any sort of, you know, you know, people say, "Well, we're in a war. We're in a war. We're in a war." What kind of a war is this? Well, it's the kind of war that keeps the economy going. That's ex- that's. Thank you. Thank you. 
that's what this is all about is uh keep the economy going by going to war and then you know that's good for a big american industry well i don't know there's something about it is that there's something wrong with this picture when they have you know when they don't have kp well they don't <laughs> yeah, I know they don't have KP. They and they and you every once in a while you hear about you know something else, some you know catering truck turned over. You know, here we go. I've got the uh, U.S. Army spokesman said the goal of the program was to train the commandos for duty in Afghanistan as part of a NATO-led international security assistance force. Right. The contractors, MPRI and American Systems, both based in Virginia, recruited a 15-man team of formal special forces soldiers to train the Georgians at the. Vashivari Special Forces Base on the outskirts of Tbilisi, part of a program run by the U.S. Defense Department. Hmm. There you go. We there shouldn't have trained more people than, than we should. And they probably had one of those jails over there, one of those Gitmo jails in uh, oh, Georgia. That could be. Yeah. That makes sense. That would be one reason to protect the place. Right. But when John, is that coming up? But John, just to wrap this up, isn't this also fucking wrong? I mean, how, how, this has to stop. We've got we've got insane psychopaths running the White House. <laughs> this shit has to stop. It's it's out of control. You've got a, a, a fucked up, crazy Dutch guy running NATO, Jaap de Hoop Scheffer. We know about him. Trust me. You know, you've got. Uh, Everyone's going out of business everywhere. We're, you know, so bad that China can't even afford to, to pay for the wars that we're starting. This has to stop. And it's not going to be Obama or McCain. It has to come from somewhere else. You're a smart yeah, man. It's a collapsing economy. Is that when the economy it? collapses, you end up with it? With it. It, it that's just simply what's going to happen. And then that stops I mean, if you all look the at wars. the CIA list of companies or countries in debt, you know, we're down at the bottom. We're number one with the most debt. And the number's like not even close to the guys just above us. You know, if you look on their fact list, it's a really funny thing to look at. You go, holy crap. I mean, the whole thing is it's just we're, we're, right now it's just bailing wire and, you know, and, and chewing, chewing gum, gum holding the yeah. whole thing together. Yeah. So you think when the when the collapse comes, which I think starts Monday, I'm going to set my watch by it. Uh, <laughs> I think the collapse. No, you have start- to have a boom before you have a bust. I keep saying this. No, we're just going to have a a a, 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 a splat. It's, it never happens that way. Well, maybe you know, there's a lot of stuff that hasn't ever happened that way this time around. So it's all it's a new actually, game. You could, actually, you could. That's one argument that I, that there's no defense against, which is if you study all the economic cycles and all the depressions that have taken place. You know, in, in, in every century, uh, they always have a different twist to them. There's no two are identical. I mean, they're, 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 there's some similarities sometimes, but every once in a while, it's like, wow, how did that? That's pretty weird. Yeah. I think we're going to go into hyperinflation personally, because that's the only way we can get pay off these debts. Well, when, well, I, well, all right. Okay. I, I think the easier way is just to pack it all in and say, all right, that was fun. We stopped this reset moment, reboot. Here's the new, yeah. here's the Amero. Everybody, the Amero. Here's the Amero. <laughs> yeah, I guess the Amero could save the day. No, it won't save the day, but it's it, it's like a company going. We have to go into receivership. I think we have, that's what we need—a form of Chapter Eleven. And then we come out. Except the way we come out is with, all right, now we're all going to give you this new paper, uh, which uh, here's the the new controlled circulation of that paper. So we're basically just you know resetting everything back to zero, and we'll start all over again. 
That's what the Brazilians did when they went from the Cruzeiros to the Real. How'd that work out for them? It actually worked out very well for me. And I mean, now, I mean, at, at one point, the Cruzeiros thing, I have some of these notes because when I f- first went to Brazil, they were still using these things. And I have a couple of 500,000 <laughs> Cruzeiro notes right. with a guy, you know, picture of some guy's head and there's 500,000 on there. I would like to get, you know, some some of that African money that's like this. Anyone out there can get me some bricks of that Mugabe money. I need it. <laughs> anyway, so we're serious. I, I wish somebody would get me. Somebody, people go there and they, ah, you know, I can't forgot. So anyway, um, so they switched at one point. They said, okay, we're going to drop this whole thing. The banks there, you know, figured you know, everyone got, in the, all the ducks were in a row, and they came up with this real, which means real, obviously. Mm-hmm. And it was linked to the dollar one-to-one, and it, remained, it maintained the one-to-one ratio to the dollar for uh, almost a decade. Of course, then it all of a sudden, you know, and then it became two uh, reals to a dollar. And uh, now I think it's, you know, it's floating around three, maybe, or two and a half. I'm not sure. Whatever it is, uh, maybe it went the other way with the dollar falling. But I have to look it up. Mm. But anyway, the, um, uh, it worked out for them. I, I mean, considering what they had before when there was the, the hyperinflation they were having at the time was, was you, in fact, they always said, do not cash your dollars in. Except, you know, within, it's, do it within a couple of hours of your purchase. Because right. it was like, like a couple of, two, three, four, five, ten percent a day. Right. You know, if you, it's just the money which is becoming worthless so fast. Um, it can happen here. It can happen here. It happened I, in Germany. I'm looking for this word. Is some phrase someone turned me on to a while ago? It was like, Niraz or Neras or is apparently some, law or some program that clinton put in place that could reset the entire economy have you heard of this no never heard of it shit Uh, now of course i can't find it but i guess yeah i guess so uh complete uh economic collapse but that could take a long time man to crawl that could take five ten years to come out of ten years yeah ten years to come out yeah so but that, you know, we did that in the thirties. Uh, we almost had, we had close to the same thing in the seventies. It took 10 years. You know, you get a lot of good music. The, um, thirties were a good era for music. So were the seventies. And then you have a lot of good movies. <laughs> <laughs> Entertainment is quite good. A lot of restaurants open up. You know, people re, you know, think their lives. It's just, it's not, they're not horrible, but. Better not to do it, but well, you, I don't if, think we have a choice. If there's going to be a lot of people with no jobs. We're already at six six percent. That's kind of that sucks. Yeah, no, that the well, one you have riots, which is no good. Yeah, um, food riots probably. That's coming. That's coming. I know that's coming. Okay, the real right now is a buck seventy one, so it's actually gone back toward the right way because of the yeah. weak dollar. Yeah. That's anyway. pretty good, actually. Yeah, considering because this thing has been in business for a while, and they, they've, it's just, you know, it's better than it was with those Cruzeros and the whatever they, they had two or they, I think they changed it a couple of times during that hyperinflation period. The Brazilians got the reputation, and people should note this, for having the world's best banking system because the banks had to deal with this hyperinflation thing, and so they essentially are are, are set up. To deal with a, with a really flaky economy, and and to stay in business, they have to uh, you know they have extru- they have a lot of uh, it's very modern and the way their systems work. And you know I've always thought well maybe it's a good a safe place to put your money, except for the fact one of the big banks folded. But there's two I think two major banks in uh, 
Brazil, it might not be a bad place to put money if you've gone to a hyperinflation situation. That was kind of interesting that uh, John McCain's son was um, uh, had just resigned two months prior to the collapse of the uh, Silver State Bank. Did you catch that? No. Yeah. Hmm. I thought that was, uh, what was his name, Andrew, I think. Yeah, I didn't notice that one. Yeah, he was, uh, I think he was actually in, he was like a big kahuna there, and he resigned two weeks ago, I'm sure, sniffing the uh, impending doom. <clears throat> well, yeah. It's a good time to get out. You don't want to be part of it. Yeah. Well, I'm sure that's not going to get a lot of ink. Yeah. Uh, no, there's a lot. Actually, the best, the, the most of the interesting McCain stu- weird stuff is all on the Daily Show with John Stewart. Yeah, here you go. July 29th. Uh, here we go. On the eve of President Bush's signing of the housing bill this week, which will regulate as well as bail out mortgage behemoth Man- Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac and create a $300 billion program to expand the Federal Housing Administration's capacity to guarantee mortgages, Comes word that Andrew McCain, son of presumptive Republican nominee John McCain, has resigned today from Silver State Bank's board of directors. The bank cites personal reasons for Mr. McCain's sudden departure. Yet, you think he had any inside info there? <laughs> He's getting out while the getting's good. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. We don't have the right connections at all. No, we should be on a couple of bank boards. <laughs> it actually is pretty easy to set up a bank, I found out. Well, we set a bank up. Yeah, wh- let's not. <laughs> let's... How about just set one up in the Cayman Islands or something? Yeah, that sounds like a really bad idea. I don't like that at all. Gibraltar. <laughs> I don't want to be a banker. That's no fun. Huh. There's about, so what are these, there's these different places where you're supposed to be safe havens or something. There's some islands over there out off the British coast. There's, I think, oh, yeah. Gibraltar. There's Cayman Islands. There's a whole bunch of these places. Yeah, but still, you, you know, the basic business of banking just doesn't appeal to me. Hmm. All right. I'll have to go elsewhere to find my banking partners. <laughs> yeah, you do that, John. You do that. Yeah. All right, we All right, done what else we get? Uh, I don't know. Are we done? Do you, I do- guess we are done. I mean, I think this show was kind of slow moving. There's something slightly depressing about it. I think it's these topics that you brought up. Well, what do you? Then maybe you should come prepared. What did you have on your notes? All I had was Hillary conundrum. What was the conundrum? Oh, the fact that she has to, she can't really want Obama to win. That's the conundrum. And the other one, I do have this other note. Obama. Somebody pointed this out because he, he, Obama did the. The O'Reilly Show, the yeah, O'Reilly Factor. I, I, which is, I saw snippets of it, which took a lot of guts on his part, to be honest about it. But O'Reilly keeps smiling in kind of one of these sly smiles, as though he got Obama to say something that's coming up next week, although it could be just a teaser. Yeah. But I get the sense that Obama did something, said something stupid, but I don't know. But the but the thing that somebody pointed out in analyzing Obama's. Uh, uh, response to O'Reilly, who's kind of a dick, um, was that if you if you didn't notice this, Obama apparently doesn't have the capacity to ever admit he's wrong. He's never done that, and you won't find an ep- any... That's because uh, he ep- never is wrong, man. <laughs> Are you crazy? He's never wrong. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah, so that's uh, coming up this week? Is that when he's airing that full interview? I've only seen, like, 
little bits he, and bobs. He showed a little bit of it on Thursday, and then he's going to show the rest on Tuesday and Wednesday, I think. Right. And, and I'll probably just TiVo it and see what it is. It's probably, you know, I don't know. Anyway, John, T-minus four and counting. I hope that I get to talk to you next week. Uh, they fire that thing up on uh, Wednesday. Oh, yeah, oh, right, the, uh, <laughs> the the Hadron Collider. Yeah. So yeah, uh, which could suck it if it if the, if the thing disappears into its own black hole. I'm going first. <laughs> you'll be sucked in with yeah. it. <laughs> All right. So hopefully, uh, talk to you next week. All right. All right. So from Gitmo Nation West and Gitmo Nation East, I'm Adam Curry, and I'm John C. Dvorak. We'll talk to you again next week right here on No Agenda.